is the Adam Crowley Show. Oh, I like him. <laughs> He's a handsome guy. ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM and 106.3 FM. Them Buckos are 4-0, baby. But despite their hot start, the Pirates drew their lowest opening day attendance in PNC Park history. And the lowest attendance for a home opener since 1982. The announced crowd of 30,186 seemed to be a generous figure as large swaths of seats were visibly empty. Good. Prior to... 78 and 75 win seasons. The Pirates were one of the best teams in baseball. They won 98 games and were a legitimate World Series contender in 2015. After that season, the Bucks traded Neil Walker, let home run leader Pedro Alvarez walk, traded Charlie Morton, and didn't pony up for a second half stud, J.A. Happ. Ryan Vogelsong and John Neese replaced Happ and Morton in the rotation. Not surprisingly, the Pirates won 20 less games in 2016. This offseason, management traded the face of the franchise and the team's best starting pitcher. Bucks fans are fed up. From 2005 through 2010, the Pirates won 67, 67, 68, 67, 62, and 65 games, respectively. Yet they drew 39,000-plus on opening day in 2011. Pirates fans have seen what it's like to be a contender. They're experiencing their flowers for Algernon moment. Sometimes it's a necessity to first take a step backward before moving ahead. Clearly, Pirates fans don't think the roster upheaval in 2016 or the cost-cutting measures this offseason were a necessity. They're right. That's why nobody showed up for opening day. Forget the Jolly Roger. Management's been raising the white flag. Pirates fans, they followed suit yesterday. You found the Crowley Show where your mom listens, and you should too, 412 412- 9222874 is the number to call or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Villanova beat ass on their way to the national championship last night. Their closest game of the tournament to West Virginia. My boys led with 9 minutes left. Everyone else got smacked. So I was right to think we could beat anyone. And in fact, we would have had we been able to play anyone other than Nova. I think West Virginia should raise a banner. They led Nova in the second half in the 2018 Sweet 16 banner. Put that puppy up in the Coliseum rafters. Writing off the Penguins, by the way, huge mistake. Huge mistake. Had a good debate slash conversation with good friend Rob Rossi on the program yesterday. He's writing them off. He's setting the over-under for Penguins' playoff wins at two. Have we written him off before? I know I have. In 2015-2016, the Penguins were 15-10-3 with Mike Johnston. They qualified for the playoffs the year beforehand on the final day of the season. They looked like they were done. It looked like Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin weren't going to win again. And I used to do this hour-long show called On the Ice at Quaker Steak and Lube. I'm partly the reason they're out of business. I said on that show that the Penguins were back to playing fun hockey under Mike Sullivan, but they weren't going to win the Cup. They were flawed. Then they finished 33-16-5. They won the Stanley Cup. They were outplayed at times by the 
Capitals in round two. They were down three to two in the conference final against Tampa. Mike DeCourcy wrote a column calling out Sid's leadership after they fell behind three games to two in the conference final. They won the cup. Last year, the Penguins were four, four, and two in the last ten games. Latang missed the second half of the season. Connor Sherry missed a lot of time. Carl Hagelin wasn't the same until the final two games of the cup final. Hornquist missed six games in the conference final. And Crosby suffered a concussion against the Caps. I can take it further. The Penguins didn't have a shot in the second period of Game 1 in the Stanley Cup Final. The Penguins scored four goals on 12 shots. They were thoroughly outplayed. There was no reason to believe the Penguins would win Game 5 after having been outplayed in the four games prior. Yet they did, and they did so convincingly 6-0. There was no reason to believe that they could win in Nashville to close that bitch out, and they did 2-0. This team isn't as good as it was two years ago, but I think they can be better than last year's team. Does that guarantee anything? No. But I ain't counting them out. Perhaps they'll have to forge a new identity to get it done, but why can't they? We've counted them out before. We've counted them out in each of the last two seasons. I won't be stupid enough to do that again. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Got my unsponsored Twitter poll <coughs> up at that Twitter account. And the question asked there is, over under three sellouts for the Pirates this season. Most you peeps coming back with the under. And I can't blame you. First of all, most of the people who follow me are pissed off at Pirates management. It's a Pirates mutiny. Arg. And I think that that might be the right answer. In fact, I'll go with the under two. We'll be discussing this throughout the program today, but if they ain't selling out opening day, I find it hard to believe they're going to find three other games on the calendar to sell out when they're going to be a mediocre baseball team. We got Jeff Capel coming up at 540. That's wrong. It's actually at 440. It's important that you know when that is. Here's what happened there, by the way. Take you behind the curtain. Transparency, the number one virtue of the Crowley Show. I've been saying his name wrong a bunch. I was calling him Capel. I feel like I made him Latin. Threw a Latin spin on him. So when I was trying to nail his name, trying to make sure that I pronounced Capel correctly, I then got the time wrong. 440. As in 33 minutes from now. As in not an hour and 33 minutes from now. 440. Head coach of the Pitt Panthers, Jeff Capel. Capel. Damn it! What will it take for you to legitimately believe in the Pirates this season? And by believe, I mean not in your heart where you say, oh, it could be okay, because I'm thinking a lot of you are actually there right now. But at what point will you believe in them enough to have their games on every day? At what point will you believe in them enough to take your family to go to PNC Park and watch them? I had people tweet me today and say, well, there were a lot of people in the concourses, so more people were actually there than you think. Well, if the announced attendance of 30,000 is correct, that's still bad. So when will PNC Park start to get filled up? I'm curious. A 10-0 start? 15-0? A winning record after a month, two months? What will it take for you to believe, and what will it take for you to go to games? Because for me, I won't go next year. Or this year, no matter what. Not for pleasure. 
maybe for business. Get to that later on in the show as well. I need to see the Pirates be in a position to make the playoffs, and I need to see management go for it at that point. Send out prospects to bring in a player that can legitimately help the club. Go for the big fish. Be the Windians. Be the Strohs. Be the Royals. Do they have a cutesy nickname? The Indians got Andrew Miller. They got Edwin Encarnacion. They got Jay Bruce. Edwin's name I get right. Can't get Capel. They don't have Jay Bruce. They did. They did. Yeah, that's the point. Oh, sorry. So when they were not great, yet pretty good, they spent money to get good. Tom, go go in the hall. The Strohs got Justin Verlander, and in the offseason they traded for Garrett Cole. The Astros do have Garrett Cole, Tom. No, they didn't. And the Royals went out and got Johnny Cueto. He's not there he's now. The he's not there now. No, no. Yeah. They helped them win a World Series. What? The Pirates have made some moves over the years, but they didn't make the big splash. They didn't retain the players that they got either. No Marlon Bird, no Justin Morneau, no Jay Happ. Go out and get a guy who can help. Use prospects as capital and then keep those guys around. That's what it would take to get me back on board. What would it take to get you to PNC Park regularly? 412 412- Nine two 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 eight seven four. Rocky start maybe to today's show uh, a little bit, perhaps. Tom's fault. I agree. Here's what happened just prior to going on the air. Tom said, "We doing around the bags today?" I said, "Yeah." We talked about it in the meeting, so we never decided what segment we were using it in. He might be wrong. No, actually, uh, I was totally wrong on that one. I it was. Written smaller in my show sheet here, and I and I found it. So that's great job, Adam. You're off to a great start today. So just keep that up, Tom. You need to pick up your game today, seriously, Bad. because we're back in studio finally, and we were all ready to do a good show, and you're just pulling us down right now, man. I am surprised that he was so ready to quickly cut down my Jay Bruce take. Yeah, yeah. What happened to just letting me be wrong? No, I was eager to jump on you today. You really were. That's what I was getting at. That's why I thought that it was because you thought. I didn't say what I was supposed to say in the show meeting, and then because of that, you were all antsy and pissed off, and you were going to try to cut me down. That's exactly what happened. You dirty son of a bitch. A little tension on the air today. A little tension. I'm getting sweaty. I'll forgive Tom, though, because he got Jeff Capel. Yeah. Nice. To join the show today at 440. We've got Jesse Marshall coming up at 540. So, again, if you're scoring at home, 440 pit coach, 540 terrific young hockey writer. We might even replay Capel if he's good. It's Capel. What did I say? Capel. Oh, okay. Never mind. For the love of God, Tom's he's, just trying to jump in. Yeah. It's, yeah. Monster has been created. This is the first time his ego has gotten in the way. You let him do Harry Carey once and he screws it up and then he gets a chance to come back and he thinks he's vindicated after nailing it yesterday. And, and this is what we get, Crowley. His star uh, phone. I'm Tom. I can do Harry Carey really well. Yeah, okay. Well, if you're going to join me on the air, do it as Carey and don't do it as Tom because Harry gets it. Tom sucks. But I love you anyhow. Four and zero, baby, huh? And Bucko's sitting pretty right now. Number one team in the National League Central. I wouldn't even say they're playing good baseball, though. That's the problem. 
What they're doing right now does not look to me as something that's sustainable. As much as I want to see them do well, and I do, because I want to see what management's going to do, I want the team to force management's hand, I still don't think it's sustainable. We worried about the defense coming into the year. They have been terrible on defense. We worried about the bullpen coming into the year. They've been terrible out of the bullpen. Jamison Tyone pitched well yesterday, but everything else looks exactly as bad as I thought it would look. They're still 4-0. Good for them. But I do worry about sustainability. Let's go to Jamel up next here on the Jamel Show. What's up, Jamel? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Good, bro. Hey, you asked what would it take for me to go to Pirates game? I did. It would take the Yankees playing them every home game that they had. Get the New York and wish, can he? You just want to see Judge and Stanton hit bombs out of the ballpark at PNC? Of course. Does that mean you're going to go to the Giants series when they come back to town, when McCutcheon's here? Are you going to go cheer him on? No, I'll watch on TV. Do you think they're going to sell out more than three games this year, Jamel? Jamel? Yeah, I'm here. No, I don't think so. Okay. Jamel was only programmed to answer one question today. We'll keep working on him. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Coming up next, you're allowed to be happy about the Buckos. You're allowed to be happy about the Buckos. Plus my grandma. It's a Crowley show. Who let the dogs out? 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 Jeff Capel, head coach of the University of Pittsburgh basketball team, coming up in 19 minutes here on the Crowley Show. Do not miss it. I shall pull no punches. Actually, I'm not a muckraker. Just going to ask the guy some questions. We're going to have fun. Brian is bemused at my use of that big man word. You dropped muckraker on the show. Yeah, I did. New level. I ain't into that yellow journalism. What would it take you, Pirates fans, to believe enough to keep going back to PNC Park this year? Paul in San Antonio, home of the Final Four, next up on the show. Yeah, we just just finished that up down here. I hope everybody that came is listening had a good time. Uh, You know what? I'll be honest with you. Let me preface this. I come to Pittsburgh two to three times every season just to watch the Bucks. Okay? Hey, ownership, that has stopped. Uh, also, uh, my pa- MLB package, the only reason I bought it, well, for the Padres and the, and the Bucks. well, guess what? Not for the Bucks anymore. Um, and I'm going to resurrect a term that my wife told me years ago, because she's a native uh, Pittsburgher, is Pittsburgh's going toward that. They're going to be the best minor league team in major league sports. There you go, Paul. Good work by you, man. Appreciate the call. Although, here's the thing. You didn't answer... What would get you back here? Uh, oh, new ownership. Nice. All right, Paul. Very good stuff. And apparently Paul hosted the Final Four. Yeah, he's the mayor of yeah, uh, San Antonio. He's the mayor of San Antonio. He built the Alamo Dome with his two hands. He'd like to personally invite all of you to come back, enjoy the Riverwalk, enjoy the city, take care. He, he'd love to have you back, and he's very proud of a successful event. Beautiful town, that San Antonio. Come on back now. 
My grandma would go to pirate games if she could. She's 90 years old. She's not going to go out in the cold. She doesn't want to walk up and down the stairs. We took her last year, and they stunk. It's not worth it for her. But she is fired up about this year's club being 4-0. Let's give her a call right now. Oh, no. Hello? Grandma. Yeah. It's Adam. Yeah. How, how about that? How about what? They won four games. Darn right they did. Are you fired up? Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. It was all my yesterday, the second game. From six minutes on, it was touch and go. I thought they had us. But we come out on top. The bullpen's a little shaky right now, I think. Yeah. the uh, We got that five innings in the first inning. We never got another point after that. But I thought for sure they were going to take us over. But they didn't. We still got Slam in the first. That was awesome. Yeah, wasn't that awesome? Yeah, it was. And then we didn't get any more after that. We, we weren't too swift. <laughs> How about that sweep of the doubleheader? Did you get to watch those this weekend? Yes, we were over Connie's, and we had it on over there, and John was there with us, and and we were watching it, yes. I got to watch the first one over there, but then I came home by 6 o'clock, and I watched the second one when, at home. Are you surprised that they're doing so well? Yes. Yes, aren't you? Oh, hell yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> Pleasantly, though, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we didn't think they would do too good, but... So far, so good. I hope they keep up. Me too. You know, the more they play, I think the better they'll get. Though you know, they're still young and inexperienced. But hey, you have to get get better. You don't get worse, do you? <laughs> no. And you know what? They haven't missed uh, missed McCutcheon yet, have they? Uh-uh, not yet. Cervelli's looking good. Oh, that's my boy. Yes, he is. I hope he stays good. I hope he don't get hurt. How about that dear guy that got hit in a the umpire that got hit? That was sad, wasn't it? It was. And then the umpire that came in to replace him, he got hit too. Oh, did he? I don't. I. I didn't. I didn't see that. He did. Neither did he, because his contact fell out. Oh, I, yeah, I did see that. His contact, and they, yeah, I saw that. Then they had to put something in his thigh, huh? Yeah. I think it's going to be a little bit tough watching them at the end of games this year, though. I think that they're going to be hanging on for dear life for some of these leads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think everyone's going to be scary for a while. Hey, Grandma, happy Easter. I got to run. I love you, all right? Yeah, happy Easter to you, and I love you, too. Talk to you later. Thanks for calling. Love you. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's start things off today in Detroit. The Kansas City Royals were crowned with their first victory of the season. one nothing shutout over the Tigers. In the Bronx, the Rays and the Yankees have just gotten underway. Bottom first there. No score yet, but we'll keep you updated throughout the show. Coming up in about 10 minutes, the Mariners and the Giants will get started in the Bay Area. And another game I'm looking forward to tonight, the Red Sox taking on those Miami Marlins. Back to you, Adam.
We haven't done this one in a while. I really think we need to bring it back. We have the five-minute major for hockey so we can get our sportsy sports in. I want to get our sportsy sports in as it relates to baseball, too. So, it's back, baby! It's time to go around the bags with the biggest D-bag on the Pittsburgh Airwaves, Adam Crowley. Here's something that Tom hasn't accomplished in his sexual life. First base. The Pirates only have two series this month against teams that had a winning record in 2017. The Cubs for three and the Rockies for three. The Pirates, while still not a great baseball team, could get off to a pretty good start. I'm still part of the Pirates' mutiny, argh, but it serves to reason that if this team was going to be mediocre, then a good start could help them hang around a little bit longer. It will help them stay relevant later in the season, and maybe, just maybe, the players can force management's hand into having to make a decision on player personnel. First time that this happened to me was on a boat. Second base. Starters are going to have to go deeper. Nova went five innings and gave up two runs. Williams went six innings and gave up nothing. Cool went five and two-thirds, gave up four. Tyon went five and a third. The bullpen's going to be an issue. The starters are going to have to get to the sixth and the seventh inning. You want your relievers only throwing three. You don't want them to throw four every single night. They're not all that good to begin with. And... If you stretch them out, if they uh, tire them out, it's not going to bode well for these Pittsburgh Pirates. This one can get a little messy. Third base. Defense is going to be a concern. We knew that, but now we're seeing it with our own two eyes. Yesterday, Cervelli and Moran let a ball drop between them in foul territory. Frazier almost let the next ball put into play go over his head. Sean Rod and Polanco have badly misplayed fly balls already this year. Bell booted a ball in the opener, as did Moran. If the Pirates are going to have a pitching staff full of pitch-to-contact throwers, then they're going to have to play better defense. Prom night. Going for home. The Pirates have the smallest opening crowd in PNC Park history. If the Pirates can't sell out the opener, when will they sell out? There's fireworks nights. The Giant Series with Kutch, and, and events like Bobblehead Night. But it's unprecedented that the Bucks don't sell out opening day. So, who's to know for sure if they'll sell out promotional games? It's okay to be happy that the Pirates are 4-0. Without making a huge deal about it either way. I'm okay with analysis. It's not my favorite kind of radio. We like to sprinkle analysis in with some nonsense, some silly stuff. Thanks to Harry Carey for joining us a couple of moments ago. And it's okay to do that, to analyze. But sometimes you just got to let things happen to you. Sometimes you got to just let it wash over you. Sometimes you just got to enjoy the ride. So many people have gotten their panties in a bunch about the way the Penguins have been playing of late. So many people, after 2009, were furious that the Penguins weren't able to get back to the Stanley Cup Final, let alone win one. And I get where you're coming from there. 
But you also have Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, two of the greatest players of the generation, and you've got to enjoy them. Right now, enjoy Sidney Crosby. Enjoy Evgeny Malkin. And yeah, I'll say it. Enjoy the fact that your Pirates have to lose four more games before they get back to 500. That's a nice feeling. They can play three more games, and you can still say, we've got a good baseball team. Enjoy it. Let it wash over you. Breathe it in. Breathe it out. Live it, baby. Because who knows when the Pirates are going to be good again. Who knows if they're going to fall off the face of the earth this season. You don't. They could wind up being terrible. And in fact, that's probably what's going to happen. They're probably not going to be a contender. So enjoy it now. Don't be the guy who's going to say, oh, they're going to suck. Just watch the games. Have fun. Now don't go to the games because that would get in the way of the Pirates' mutiny. But enjoy yourself. They're good right now. Are they playing great baseball? No, but they're 4-0. That means you're good for now. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. Wear your bucko cap with pride. Because later in the summer, you might not be able to. Now for the people on the other side, the people who are saying, we're 4-0, we can do no wrong. You're setting yourself up to be let down. Trust me, I've watched this team for 27 years. Even infant Crowley, little tiny baby Crowley knew this team's always going to let you down. Hell, when they were good, and they won 98 games, they lost the first game of the playoffs, and see ya. So don't go over the top with your enjoyment, and don't undersell what the team's done so far at 4-0. Understand that there are variances. Understand that they could go one way or the other. But right now, just chill, mate. Enjoy a nice, cool Bud Light. Have a fun day. And watch your ball club right now without any expectations. Enjoy the process. 412-922-2874. Tom doesn't want me giving the number out. It's the fourth time today, I think. I thought that was a good time. I do, too. I think Tom's being a little hyper right now. He is. Of the animosity in the studio, but uh, I don't. I think that was a good time to get Hey, why don't you quit there. sucking up to him today? I'm okay, not Brian? sucking All up right. to him. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. I'm not. If I give a hot take or a take of any temperature... I'm going to give the number. That's the way it goes. Okay? And then people can jump in on the conversation if they want. If I didn't give out the number, we wouldn't have had Jamel. We wouldn't have had Paul, was it? Paul. Mayor of uh, San Antonio. I knew what he did. I didn't remember his name. Sorry. Good luck in re-election, Paul. Coming up next. I'm fired up, baby! Capel. 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 Jeff Capel, the head coach of your Pittsburgh Panthers basketball team, one-on-one with the Crowl Man. I don't know why I did that. It's the Crowley Show. They won four games. How about that? Jeff Capel, the head coach of your Pittsburgh Panthers basketball team, one-on-one with the Crowl Man. We got Jeff Capel coming up in a few moments here. On the Crowman show. What the hell was that? Wow. I don't know where that came from. I got douche chills. Like, as soon as it came out of your mouth, I'm like, whoa. I'm a smart guy. Not a douche, I don't think. Not a bro. But saying 
the crown man, calling myself that, deeming myself the crown man, makes me not seem like I'm any of the three. What frat you in, man? Right. See, I think what it is here is that the the show's taking off. Taking off. It's up seven hundred percent. Seven hundred percent. People that we never knew were out there are starting to to weigh in on the program. We're seeing them out. We saw them yesterday when we were out at opening day. So people are recognizing you, and I think the show might be catching up to it with you to where you're now the crowd man. But we got to back off that quick. You think it's an ego thing? I don't want to work with the crowd man. I like Adam Crowley. You think it was dripping with ego is what uh, that was? It was, uh, Yeah, it was ego-ish. Yep, definitely. Crowd man is a guy I, I don't want to sign up for. You asked what frat I was in. No, 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 no. The question is, who's with me, the crowd man, in my frat? It is my fraternity, and I open the door. Appa Kappa Crowl <laughs> man. Oh, boy, that was worse than your... Was that a bad one? That was worse than your Tom never misses yeah! a butt joke. Yes! Nail it. Turn your microphone up. Jeff Capel coming up in a few moments here on the Crowley Show. Looking forward to speaking with him. Slam dunk hire by the University of Pittsburgh. I think that Pitt fans understandably excited... But I think that the expectation level needs to be tampered down just a little bit. And we'll talk to him about that coming up in a few. I'm sure that he's getting high fives from Pitt fans left and right. There's a billboard up in Oakland right now. Heather Like certainly is excited. She's not getting fired. She got her man. And because of all these things and just how bad the basketball program was this year, I think Pitt fans can see that light at the end of the tunnel. And when you can do that, when you can see some hope glistening on the horizon, when you've got that city on a hill, it gives you the feeling that, hey, maybe we can be something great. And I'm not saying it's unwarranted. I think Cable's a hell of a coach. I just think that he's in a predicament here that he's going to need to dig himself out of. I think he probably knows that, too. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a one-year fix. It could take a couple of years. Next year, if they win one conference game, they'd have done better than they did this year. Wrap your head around that. How good this program was with Ben Hallen and Jamie Dixon to where it fell to last year, and now this guy's brought in, and everyone's kind of deeming him the white knight, right? Everyone's saying that this guy is going to save Pitt and put them back to national prominence. And it very well might happen. But they're going to lose some games next year, and I hope people allow him to fail if that happens. If he does have his basketball team in a situation where they've improved three, four, five games this year, I think you got to be happy about that. I think you have to allow him some time to fail. Scholarships are bare right now. We'll see who's coming back. We'll talk to him about that. Fingers crossed for his sake that it goes as well as we think it can go. But don't think it's going to be accelerated just because Pitt was able to hire a big-name coach. Whoever it was, Mike Krzyzewski could have walked through the door. And he probably wasn't winning the ACC in year one. He might not have taken the team into the NCAA tournament in year one. So just keep those expectations in a good spot. 
what you got to do. Jeff Cape will going to be joining us here in a few moments on the Crowley Show, the Crowman Show. I like the Crowley Show better. It sounds better. Crowman sounds a little douchey. But maybe there is a little douche in me. Maybe I should just embrace it. Everybody's got a little crow man in them, you know? Should I flow with the crow? Man, that's dangerous territory we're getting in, honestly. Go with the crow? I mean, maybe sometimes you can be the crow man. Sometimes you can go back to Adam Crowley, depending on the situation. Like, pull out the crow man like he's your Batman. You know, when you need extra juice or you need something to get done, that's when the crow man comes out and gets the job done. Where regular Adam Crowley is like the Clark Kent to that crow man. Have you ever tried to pull your button-down shirt apart? Yes, I have. Have you done it successfully? No, I have Me neither. I think you have to have superhuman strength to be able to do that. Got to put a giant C on my chest. The crow man. All those superheroes can change so quickly. And I can't. This is what we like to call tap dancing in the radio this industry. This is vamping. This is mm-hmm. uh, filling time. It is. This is where the producer stretches his fingers out and is like, does. you got to fill, you got to fill. I mean, but here's the funny thing, Adam, is that this isn't on you, this isn't on me. Tom booked him. So if this goes sideways, this is on producer Tom. I have no problem putting anything on Tom. No, not at all. Tom screwed up the other day, in fact. Terribly. When he was trying to do a Harry Carey impression. I'd love to hear that again. Me too. Would you? Hashtag me too. Would you really? I would love to hear it. Would you like to hear it? I'd like to hear it. I'd like to talk to Capel. Yeah. Well, I mean, 0 for 2 right now. That's where Tom is. Mm-hmm. Crazy animal, those ducks, Adam. They always try to swim and look calm underneath, but on the surface, they're just... Back to you. And that completes the strikeout. I still don't know what the hell that sound was. He can't even make it again. Like, he tried to make it. I was like, where'd that come from? He can't make it again. I don't know what it is, but... Let me try my hand at it. We'll see if we get capable. If we don't, we obviously haven't. If we do, we obviously have. (laughs) Yeah. That's good analysis right there. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's kind of hardcore analysis you get here on the program. Yeah. I could start asking you the questions that I was going to ask him, Tom. You want to play that game? Uh, let's give it like another minute, and then we can play that game. I don't know, man. You're already two minutes, three minutes late. I got I to gotta try to buy myself as much time as I can. Here. I think it's over. It ain't happening. Did you send a follow-up today? Just now, yeah. Oh, just now? Oh, no. Oh. I, the original email was today for the call-in number and everything. Huh. Hmm. 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 We're now three minutes, 25 seconds late. All right. You want to ask me the questions? Yeah, I do. All right, go ahead. Can you win a damn game this year? <laughs> well, you know, that's going to be tough. I don't know if people know this, but we didn't win a game last year. Uh, that's probably the the first step to my path as a head coach here is to to get that first W, Adam. Jeff Capel joining us here on the Crowley Show. Uh, what have you been up to your first week here in Pittsburgh? Oh, you know, went to Permanis, got my first Permanis sandwich, uh, rode the incline, uh, went to the History Center, took an opening day. You know, just classic Pittsburgh stuff. You feel like you've got a better idea of which players are staying and going? 
Uh, honestly, frankly, I could care less which Stairs player go. They didn't win a single game last year in the ACC, so they're all pretty much garbage. A uh, fake Jeff Capel joining us here on the Crowley Show. Uh, what's your early relationship been like with Heather Like, and how involved will she be in the program? Yeah, you know, I, I like her a lot. She's a uh, she's a great AD. Um, I really have don't have a bad thing to say about her. How did it all go down with the hiring process, fake Jeff Capel? And how soon after you were contacted did you say, "Yeah, I got to be there"? Uh, almost immediately. You know, I saw the caller ID was four one two area code, and I said, "This is it." And uh, Heather just said, "Jeff." It's time to pull the trigger on this. And, and I said I couldn't agree more. And uh, ten minutes later, I was on a private jet to Pittsburgh. So, Private jet? You know the kids aren't being paid, right? Oh, I paid for it myself. Good on you, Jeff Capel. Fake Jeff Capel on the Crowley Show. You had some ups and downs at OU. What do you think you know this time around that maybe you didn't know before? Well, you know, I think that you learn through failure. Uh, no one really just steps into this game and has immediate success. They need to go through some hardships. So I'm going to take what I learned at OU. I had, like you said, some success with Blake Griffin, making it to the Elite Eight. Mm. Um, try to replicate that year as best I can and not uh, the past two years where, <laughs> as you referenced, uh, things did not go as well. I'm sure you want to come in and get pit to the tournament in year one, but I'm sure you've got a realistic timetable in your head. How long until you expect to be contending? Oh, I expect to be contending by next year. Um, there's no doubt in my mind we're going to get at least two tournament wins next year in the NCAA tournament. Uh, to be honest, I think the ACC is a little weak. I've thought that for a while now, and uh, I'm glad that I can finally show it more than that hack Coach K at Duke. What's your relationship like with Coach K? Uh, what have you learned from him? Oh, you know, I, I could go on for hours about that guy. He's He's been a mentor to me, and, and I really appreciate everything he's taught me, and I, I don't think there's a better coach out there. You expect to be communicating with him a lot? You know, we we have our little text exchange every once in a while, but but no, I I don't. Maybe maybe a little hello and good luck to you before the games, but that that might be it, Adam. Hey coach, really appreciate you and your athletic department taking the time to join us today. Uh, it's been a great privilege of mine. Hail to Pitt. Could not be happier for your success down the road. Yeah, Adam, I'm happy to do it. You know, we have a great uh, uh, staff here, especially media relations. They they, they always follow through whenever uh, a producer for a show makes a booking. So uh, just, just happy to be here, and I had a lot of fun. I look forward to talking to you again. Yeah, thanks a lot. No problem. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Ed tweets... Yeah, baby, now we got some radio going. <laughs> Tom got us into that segment. Not really his fault, actually. But he also got us out of it. Oh, he sure did. Saving it. Good work there, Tom. Thanks, man. Good booking, man. Yeah, yeah. Quality good. job by you, right? Sometimes you don't know if they're going to follow through with no, it or make don't. the call, but that worked out. You man. know what? I like how enthusiastic he was, too. You yeah. can really hear it coming through the radio that he he's going to turn this program around. I'm excited as a Pitt fan after hearing that. No, I think they're done. I don't think they got a shot. If he doesn't like Coach K, he thinks Coach K is a scrub, then they don't have a shot. He should be doing everything that Coach K does, and that's the only way to have success if you're coming from his tree of coaching. And if he's not going to do that, if he's not going to take his advice, bad hire. Terrible hire. Come on, you can't cream him after you ended up now that he's off the phone. That's true. You know, I mean, the guy took the time to call in. I mean, he's got a busy schedule. That was really cool of him to 
to call in, man. Yeah, you always like it whenever they bring you a guest who's busy. Phil tweets, just like Pitt person to not show up, just like their fans. I'll, I'll agree with that. We just heard back. Oh, yeah. Uh, they said they're running a little behind. It's really oh. busy over there, Pitt. They got a lot of roster spots to oh, fill, I guess. They're running behind? They're running a little behind. Oh. So 10 to 12 minutes they'll call in, all right? No. Oh. That, that's what we're here. Huh. Huh. It's a good thing we don't have a schedule. Yeah. 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 Do whatever. Yeah. Well, we just wing this, Brian. Hey, it's our, it's our, it's their world. We're just renting. You know, whatever they need. Well, and now I've already blown all the questions on Tom. But see, I got a great idea that I'm going to just throw out here on the air. I think that we have now presented ourselves with an opportunity that when we actually do do the interview, we can now weigh Tom's answers as fake Capel to the real answers from real Capel and see how they measure up. They said ten to twelve. Yep. From when? Uh, 49, so it, it should work out pretty well, actually. It actually you might work what? out okay. It's, it's around a, 6? It's a crack squad they got there. Like around 6 then, right? 6.15-ish. Okay. No, it's 5. I was doing pit math. Oh. See, the only numbers that they throw at me are 13 and 9. Oh. God, I burned them and me at the same time. I sure did. What the hell happened there? I'm all frazzled! And you know what never happens? You never see the crowd man get frazzled! <laughs> Coming up next, we think, fingers crossed, Jeff Capel, the head coach of the Pitt Panthers basketball team, going one-on-one, mano-a-mano, with the Crowman on ESPN Pittsburgh. The Crowman.